Okay. <laughs> okay, bang. <laughs> uh, so it's not a, it's, see, we, you know, you said stop inviting you to a poker game, pretending it's a poker game. So here we are. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to check in with you guys and make sure you're doing okay. Yeah. And it was, and it wasn't poker this time. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, happy birthday, Brett, I guess. I I could have sworn it, we already did that a couple, I don't know, like six months ago. It's Brett's birthday and he wanted to play some online code names. <laughs> and so we've got a fourth, except just kidding. We actually got your ass and we are doing this school still. So um, I know that you had been feeling a little discouraged last time because you really embarrassed yourself trying to... Um, Sing for Carl, even though he was pretty mm-hmm. nice about it. And I was actually really nice about it as I'm looking back. Um, but it is actually, it is the class. Uh, you are going to have to pay for this one and the last one. Um, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I feel like it's good for you guys to be earning a living. And I'm, I'm happy okay with supporting the class system. But when you guys invited me to this birthday, uh, code words. Mm. Code names. Code names, whatever. I kept on asking. I said, this isn't a class. Not if whatever. it is a class, I'm happy Not to take whatever. it. I'm paying for the class. Great. And it is a class. But I'll just show up to the class. It's Brett's birthday class of code names. <laughs> 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 no, but we but we are actually gonna do the class and we have a really great expert here. So without further ado, I'm Sean Clements. Welcome to my Meester class. And Brett, did you start the music a little early? It felt a little early. Yeah, yeah, I started early this time. I think that threw me yeah, off, good, but we'll yeah, get a clean yeah. intro later, and we're we're going to be introducing the show throughout. So, um, you know, Bang, if you recall last class, uh, yes, we made some progress, but we also took a couple steps back because we realized that here we have this guy, and we've put the cart in front of the horse. And the horse is smashing its head into the cart and it's hurting itself pretty badly. And we're all worried for the horse and you're the horse bang. And we're going to go ahead and get the cart behind you a little bit now. So you could actually pull it and do your job. Um, We had you doing musical styles when you apparently don't even really know how to talk. Is that fair to say? No, I think that's unfair. I do know how to talk. And I told you repeatedly that I have no musical skills. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm interested in it, but we immediately jumped into singing songs and stuff, which is something I can't do. So it's great, fair which to say, I've just, yeah. which I have just, mea culpa, I have just said was a mistake. We did immediately mm-hmm. jump into singing songs when. You can barely even talk. Is that right? Fair to but say? I can't talk. And you, mm-hmm. Well, not in a way that is engaging for an audience. And when you are performing on stage at our rooftop concert, which is only a few weeks away right now, and which will be a mask-free event, we I, stop putting that in the description. There's no need. Let people. I mean, if people don't want to wear a mask, I, I wish they would. But at least just leave it up to them. Don't promoted as something that has to be mask. Literally, we're going to have yonder bags like Dave Chappelle does at his comedy shows and we're going to put your mask in a locked bag when you get to the door. So think about that. If you show up with a mask, that's fine and you will get it back at the end. But we're going to put it in there so that you and uh, yeah, you can have your phone record the hell out of it. I don't care. We've got I mean, I thought the whole reason to have it on a rooftop was so it would be outside and it'd be We're building the rooftop inside a pretty tight space. Okay. That's you don't want just like, anyone walking in. The aesthetic of the rooftop is great, but the acoustics aren't always, you know, ideal. Yeah. And you, yeah, you, you can play like a pretty a picnic, but you can't predict the weather. So, mm-hmm. without further ado, what we're gonna talk about now is how do you, when you're on your rooftop stage, connect to the audience, relate to the audience, control the audience own the audience's whole entire ass. And we have here an expert on that. We have Mr. Tom Sharpling. Say hi, Tom. 
Hey, how's it going? Hi. This, uh, this is very exciting. Oh, it's so exciting to have you. And Bang, you are so lucky because Tom is very familiar with getting in front of a mic and he's very familiar with molding the audience. Yeah. Like well, great. I, I mean, I feel like I can talk. They they undersold me a little bit. I can I can have a conversation with somebody, but I'm always up to hear any tips about storytelling, public speaking. I feel like everybody can work on that, right? So who are, who are we working with on this? Sorry, Tom. So this is Bang Raj, man. Um, uh, tried to be an actor, not so much. Tried to do uh, the writing thing. I guess it's had. A little success. I mean, he sold this pretty cool idea that we workshopped to Apple. Um, I like to think I contributed a little bit, but it's it's this kind of interesting sci-fi idea about a piss-drinking robot um, producer. And hat, again, it's, it's a different story that Apple Plus bought. It's it's less about the... Well, it always changes a little in the development process once the suits get their hands on it. But, you sure. know, it, but that's, you know, that robot wanted to be a country music singer. So I thought Bang would be able to do country music last week. The okay. music part wasn't even the issue. It was like he sort of almost can't even really talk. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fair to say. I came on. You're explaining all this stuff, and then I just heard kind of just like this, just like this frequency that I could not even. I could hear like words yeah. kind of. It was almost like like through the through just like the the shrill static of whatever that was. I heard occasional syllables. I could pull out. But that's that's actually you talking. Bang. That's that's yeah, that's bang. Yeah. Is there a possibility your internet connection or Zoom is is down or, or Well, he's hearing me fine. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I hear uh, everything Sean says. And Brett, go ahead and give him give him a check. Yeah, I don't know if you could make out what Bang was just saying there, but yeah. he was asking if the Zoom was fine. He's really hard to understand today for some reason, extra hard. Well, you you want me to speed test it? Do you want me to speed test it right now? Oh. I wouldn't mind seeing you get on internet speedtest.com. Yeah. I'm going to speed test. Love to see your speed. This kid doesn't believe me. I'll speed. I look, we're on Zoom and it's caused some timing I stuff. Wasn't, I, I've obviously been slightly offbeat with some of our raps and things because of the Zoom yeah. when normally I am literally sutured to the beat and cannot be removed. What a power move to ask for a speed test. I don't want to get off uh, like off on the wrong foot. I, I wasn't trying to accuse you of anything. It just seemed like a really unusual... Yeah. Well, Tom's accommodating. Tom's accommodating. He's willing 12, to speed the, test it. He'll do the, the pings speed test. at a twelve. Okay, pings at a twelve. Download is it three seventy eight for the download? I can hear you. Oh, that's blazing! Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, well, so yeah, what I'm hearing, Tom, here? is that you could be streaming four K video at the same time you were talking to Bang right now, and there wouldn't be any interference with your connection. I, I could be running all sorts of things at the same time. I, I just don't like that that I come on this thing to help, and then immediately it's like maybe this guy can't afford internet. Maybe he's right. jumping on a neighbor's Zoom. Like all the accusations is right off the bat. I'm and, and, and really, Bang, you did imply that Tom was on his neighbor's <laughs> Zoom, that he hmm. did not have his own Zoom account. Yeah, maybe and that he had to get out to his neighbor's. Yeah, I, I just thought maybe his internet was down because even getting on your neighbor's Zoom, I don't know how you would even do that. Um, and there's something not- about bang talking and it almost feels like someone pouring gravel into your ears, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a really unpleasant, just the aura. It's just, it's just gross. It's like, it's like, it's kind of like gravel, but it's also kind of like slimy gravel. If yeah, it's like sense. it's good. It's like gravel covered in motor oil. And, yeah. And, and I'll say this as well. Speaking of unpleasant, bang, you'll be thrilled to know, I'm sure, that I had a somewhat unpleasant, and this is a bit of housekeeping, apologies, Tom. I had a somewhat unpleasant conversation with Petey this weekend. You okay. really got in my head. And over and over, you'd say, this is a Russian man. This, is a, this isn't a sugar glider. A sugar glider should fit in your pocket. A sugar glider wouldn't be able to steal your car. A sugar glider wouldn't keep you pinned down in the bathtub and say, here's your vaccine right here. And put an unknown liquid into your mouth and eyes. 
But Jesus, he but, did that. It was yeah. he was trying to help. He's, he literally was trying to help me with the, the vaccine. So what it smelled so bad. So what I did was I confronted Petey and pretty much ended up humiliated because and Brett, you'll love this. This is so choice. What Petey told me is our friend Bang Raj man jumped through every hoop, went through all the red tape, and tried to adopt a sugar glider last year and got shut down by the government. They said he was unfit to house one. And it was Petey's friend, Ivan, actually, who we've met, that he was trying to adopt. Ivan? You know, Ivan got all this- Yeah. Okay. Triangle tattoos. He's so cute. He's got all the tattoos. He's got a bunch of like- Russian prison tattoos. This is. This, I, I have no interest in getting a sugar glider. All yeah, these not guys now. Rushed- but you have an interest in gaslighting me out of being proud to own an exotic pet, which at great expense I was able to acquire because you couldn't get it. Yeah. Uh, green's not your best color, Bang Raj man. Yeah, bat Bang Bang is like uh, he's like uh, school in the summer. No class. No class. Yeah, and I said oh. it at the same time, but the Zoom, and I knew what it was, but yeah. the Zoom, I am on my neighbor's Zoom, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, well, and we, we, and they are as well, and so there is a little bit of a, yeah. you know, a choppy uh, effect. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've given a good assessment of what you guys think of me. Um, maybe we should get into what your solutions. Hey, are. hey, hey, hey! hey. <laughs> I'm teaching the class. <laughs> I'm teaching the class. Oh, you don't want to make him this mad. You don't move us onto a new topic. I'm, I'm, I'm teacher. That's fine, Shonk. Sorry, sorry, Tom. So, um, you know, maybe what would help a little bit, uh, do you want to do just a really simple story exercise? And then we can possibly even listen to a bit of Bang's music. Okay. And okay, see, great. you know, try to somehow close the delta between what he's presenting musically, which with a lot of help from us is actually kind of not bad. And what he's presenting verbally, which is he can barely even fucking talk. Guy sounds like an idiot. Okay. So do you have anything you like, any prompts you like to use for this stuff, Tom? I know you're really the expert. Well, I just, I just want to get a, a feel. If this kid's supposed to be up on stage doing this thing and he's going to hold down for this rooftop concert, it's not enough to just have the, the tunes. That's not, that's half of the equation. The other half is holding the crowd, connecting with the crowd, just taking them on a on a journey. Mm. You're taking them on a ride. You're yeah, and yeah, it's not unlike making love, is it, Tom? Uh, it's not unlike uh, getting down. No, that's right. And it's really, uh, I don't know if this kid if this kid's got what it takes to be honest. I don't know with if that. You- I don't know if he's ever been to the boneyard. You know, I've had sex. I mean, you've walked in on me and my girlfriend several times <laughs> to the point where I took my I keys thought, back. I from thought you. you said come in. Those keys were for emergencies only. And you abused. And here's what happened, Tom, is I knocked. Mm-hmm. Bang said, I'm in here. I could have sworn he said, come in here. Sure. Oh, that's a, uh, I mean, this guy doesn't know how to hang a, a, a sock on the door. Well, usually that's if you have roommates, if you live by yourself and you give out your keys in case like there's an emergency or, or you need somebody to let your dog out or something, you, you don't feel the, the need to put a sock on your door every time you have sex. That would be Bang, If there's an emergency, you're not going to have someone let your dog out. What you're going to do is you're going to have to, unfortunately... Adopt the gray man philosophy. If there's an emergency and the thin veneer of society gets peeled away, there are so many things you have to worry about before walking your dog. I mean, really look at it. Like one thing is that hairstyle you're, you know, so proudly flaunting. 
you're not going to want that. You need mm. the gray man hairstyle. Short, but avoid the high and tight that is associated with military and law enforcement. Something nondescript. Clear the corners, but don't make it obvious. You don't need to slice the pie every time you walk around a room. If you look like food, you will be eaten. Security and comfort are inversely proportionate. These are the things that you're going to need to worry about. And by the way, for the love of God, bag, would you cut the damn shipping labels off of your packages with a box cutter so your neighbors don't know that you're prepared? I guess the kind of emergency I, I was talking to was like <laughs> being late at work. Not an emergency. That's not an emergency. Being late for work. Yeah, oh, no, it's an, an emergency. emergency. I'm five minutes late for work. Mm. Just, Black fly know, in need, your Chardonnay, huh? That's an emergency for you. Privileged. Yeah. Right? And also, this thing with the sock. This guy ain't no fucking gray man. He's I, no, I never said I was a gray man. <laughs> yes, you did. You said it in the song last week. But that, okay. You said it like... <laughs> Dozens of times. You say it in the song. Yeah. You say it in the song all the week, time. Harping on it. Every song. Right. You're obsessed. But, uh, the, you pushed me towards writing the song about the gray man. <laughs> I'm trying to find something you can relate to. The bye-bye man, you know, that's taken. He's already got his own music. He, he's got his own music? Yes. Yeah. That NSYNC yeah. song. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye love. Okay, I didn't realize the Bye Bye Man wrote those songs. Bye Bye Love and the Bye Bye Bye, what is that, Backstreet Boys? I think I just said NSYNC, and I think you heard me. They're written about the Bye Bye Man. They're written about him, not by him. Oh, he may have been the writer. I don't think NSYNC wrote their own music. (laughs) So, bang, it sounds like Tom just wants to hear you. Tell a pretty simple story. I just want to take the temper. I want want to get a feel for what this kid's all about. All right. Well, I kind of remember our our last song and. Is this really what you're going to do on stage? I kind of remember what we did on stage. What are you auditioning for a local production of Silence of the Lambs with that voice? I kind of remember what we did. (laughs) I don't throw the lotion. I don't have a Buffalo Bill voice. My voice isn't that low. So I'm just coming out. Okay. Well, okay. So I'm starting here. I'm coming out. Opening so opening thing. Picture this, like probably like the crowd's waiting for the waiting to start. Suddenly the lights drop. Then the song starts. What's your what's your what's your walk on music that people know it's it's go time for the band? Uh like I need a song from somebody else, or oh I, like, oh. I guess I like you Maybe. start with either y'all ready for this, 18, 12. Overture, uh, Flight of the Valkyries, just any of those big ones to say, like, we mean business and we are here to do it. Wake okay, the damn cr- crowd up. Get them pumped. Or the, uh, like the, dun, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. You can call me out. Yeah. You come out. You can you call have, me out. Al, okay. Call me out. Lights come go out. down. What did the Bulls come out to? Um, this is Alan Parsons. Alan Parsons project. Overdrive. I, was, I think Alan Parsons Project and oh, might have been Parsons called Project, Eye in the Sky yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Eye in the Sky, yeah. yeah. I could come out to Eye in the Sky. That's a different owl. Well, the okay. Bulls did what? that. Oh, so I can't do it because the Bulls did it? All right. Y'all ready for this? Fine. I'll go with Tom's Tom's first choice. That y'all is ready? Tom's. Yeah. Tom comes out to that? Yeah, you're going to have to pick a different Tom one. Tom comes out to y'all ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and it uh, should and it should it shouldn't overpromise. I mean, there is a you know there is an extent to which we do want to manage the crowd's expectations. We're going to give them a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. You come out to y'all ready for this? You're telling them a story. The you, you, your soundtrack's writing a check. Your ass can't cash, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think we may want to tone down your entrance music. You a curb. Can't d- should you come out to the curb theme? That is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the curb theme. Okay, Brett's got it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you People do? are ready. They know Bang's coming now. They can feel it. This is how you should do it, Bang. 
How you doing tonight? No, no. Uh, Brad, can you start it over again, please? Oh, yeah. This is this is how this is how you do it, Bang. Let's rock. It's time to rock. <laughs> you get it? You get it? You feel I get it? it. Man. I, I mean, and I respect the hell out of you guys. It's and rock I, and roll time. Now you do it this time, bang. Let's rock. Oh. <laughs> you asking me or telling me? Yeah. It's time Let's to rock. rock. Okay. <laughs> it's not. Sorry, times. Uh, but I, I was trying to get. Let's it assume. The way let's you assume it. you could learn the music. Yeah, let's market. fucking exactly. rock! Wow, and Brett added a curse word. I don't know if you can yeah. pull that off. Let's rock! Great. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time to rock. Okay. All right. This. All right. The, at least you get what. You should be striving. Let's for. assume you could memorize something like that. Uh, okay. So now you're on stage. Mm-hmm. The audience knows you're there. Mm-hmm. You're maybe tuning up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you, welcome, you, welcome them. Right. Yeah. I say, hey, you dirty mfers. Yeah. And then you say, what city you're at? Mm-hmm. It's great to be in blank. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see what's what's that sound like. Hey, motherfuckers! It's great to be aggressive. That's very aggressive. I said, you know, you love them. They're your fan. You know what I mean? It's not like. So I don't say. So I say mfers. That's you say. You say, hey, you dirty mfers. Hey, you dirty mfers. There you go. It's more. it's more you're including them. You're not pushing them away the way you did it. It sounds like you're judging them. I got to tell you, Tom, you had to hold this fucking hand the whole time, but that was damn good. Yeah. All right. Now, so and you say. And then you pull out, you got to pull out something to show that you're ready to party. OK, so I bring like a prop Jack, or something? Jack Daniels. DiSorono on the rocks. <laughs> the DiSorono on the rocks. Some ketamine. Just show. Right? Little baggie of ketamine, right? Okay. I think I think you take the ketamine possibly could be come off as, as just as aggressive as saying motherfucker. Don't you no, think? But no, if you were that, throwing it's not your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But maybe you got maybe for just fit your vibe a little bit, mm-hmm. especially with some of the Caribbean influences that I know you've shown in previous episodes. What if and you again, had a bottle? What if you mm. had a bottle of Parrot Bay rum? Mm-hmm. And, and what I would say you do, you hold that up, you spin the cap off, and throw it away. You're not going to need it. Yeah, we're draining this bitch tonight, and that's you say that we're draining we're this it. bitch tonight. <laughs> we're taking it, yeah, neck to ass. And then you do a little ketamine and then some people are going to cheer and then you go, oh, there were some of you aren't into ketamine, huh? Maybe you're into a little cocaine. Then you take some coke out, mm-hmm. balance do it a out. little bit, balance that out. You go, oh, like a few people probably not into either. Then you're just like, ah, you like yeah. to you like to do mushrooms and you pull out some mushrooms, start chewing some mushrooms on stage. You go, I feel a couple of you still aren't into this. You get a big meatball hoagie. <laughs> okay. And then you start chopping yeah. on that bitch. Yeah. Sauce is dripping on your shirt. It tastes so good after all that, too. Oh, that, yeah. Nothing makes me hungrier than cocaine, ketamine, and mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would be pretty fucked up and possibly groggy from the food and the drug. <laughs> I, I mean... But this is why we train to perform. You know, yeah. it's called performing. Like you're, you are a performer. It's like being like an athlete or something. You know, that's so. Why, I would take that's like why fake, we're in the class. Fake drugs and shit, so I can actually get through the show. No, it's got no. Be what real you stuff. need to start taking drugs right now. Yeah, regularly on on kind of like you need to start doing like cycles. Like you start once every twenty four hours, then it's once every 
18 hours and then but to the point where you're just going hour by hour doing drugs so that you're just you have stage strength okay i'm because i've been to a lot of live shows i've never seen anybody do that before and and that's the goal that's what you want them to come away saying you want to come out so many shows never seen that before yeah you want to come out and go well that was kind of what everybody else did Okay, right. that's true. Yeah, I do want to do something unique. I, I mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll lean more and more into the the hoagie thing or the meatball hero thing, mm-hmm. rather than the the ketamine. Well, that's my thing. Who are who are who are who is your ideal performer? Bang. Who do you look at as like, man? If I could do that when I'm up on stage, that's that's the gold standard. Present company excluded. Yes. Oh, maybe like Prince or somebody. Oh, you're, you got a. Really? This is going to be, that's going to be rough, rough sailing. You think you're as good as Prince? Yeah. Hey, we got. No, no, not no, nowhere near. I, I didn't mean yeah. you sit down, Brett. I, I didn't, I didn't mean that in a, like an aggressive way. Yeah. Like I, he, he asked me who my ideal person was. I Brett, just back yeah. up off the screen. All right. Back up off the screen, Brett. All right. I'll let it go. I understand. I know you I know you feel the need to defend Prince's honor and I applaud that. But you're not gonna do any good punching a hole through your laptop like you were just about to. You're right. Would, would it scare Bang? Would he flinch? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would be annoyed he because flinched. that is that I lent you that laptop. Oh my god, this again. That's why I would punch it. Mr. How, laptop. How do you like that? I wouldn't like it, and I don't think you would like it either, because then you wouldn't have a laptop. I'm not even expecting it back at this point. It's been a long time. It's yours. It's, enjoy it. Just keep it safe. I, I don't know. I, Prince puts on a good show is all I'm saying. Oh, good show. Oh, good show, Prince. Hey, Prince, good show. <laughs> God, if only he'd lived long enough to hear yeah. you say that, Bang. Oh, wow, what a tragedy. Yeah, good show. Good show, man. C plus. <laughs> oh, hey, Prince. Good show tonight, man. Good show. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Yeah, those three hours you played. I loved the wig, the wingy dingy guitar stuff. Wow. 20 nights at the forum. Pretty good. Good. Good show. Yeah. Good show tonight, Prince. <laughs> really solid stuff. Okay, I wouldn't say it like that yeah. to his face. You just did. Yeah. Why not you? Yeah. Oh, that was neat, right? Why don't you say, oh, so it was neat what you were doing up there. It was a good time. Looked like you were having fun up there. Prince, you're becoming a really strong musician. Such a good show. Okay, so I'm in a sticky situation here where I feel like I can't give you guys a good example. Um, but well, who do you think? Who's who do you the Chris Martin? You the Chris Martin man? I don't really know his state persona. But yeah, I'm sure he he's a, a veteran performer. I'm sure he does a good job. Hey, I I, I actually feel a kinship with Chris Martin because right now I'm trying to fix you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but that would be a good comp for you. I feel like here's a guy on the surface, maybe not much going on, but the crowd is in the palm of his hand. I've seen him 22 times. Wow. I've seen him with chain smokers. I seen Chris Martin with the chain smokers live. Wow. That's a lot. That's that's impressive. And I guess you're a fan. And if you're you're saying I'm a, mm-hmm. a that's a good person to look up to or use as a comparison, I, I'm I'll take that as a compliment. Okay. Yeah. So you're so think of yourself as like you're a Chris Martin man, kind of like that's that's your that's your lane. You know, Prince, obviously, he's good. You need to be great, though, right? You just don't mm-hmm. want to settle for, like, a Prince-level <laughs> success here. Just like a good show. You don't so want you a good show. I you want, holy so- shit, man, you and the Chainsmokers were, like, having this spiritual connection with one another. You know, that's what you want to hear off, coming off stage. Okay. I didn't realize Chris Martin had 
such a reputation as being an electrifying performer. I, I, I didn't realize he was light years ahead of Prince. Oh, you're the one who said Prince is merely good and that the chain smokers are impressive. You're using my own words against me and that's fine. I'm, I'm happy to be Chris Martin or whoever. Dishwalla? Dishwalla? Sure, Dishwalla, sure. Sure, I can be Dishwalla. Tom, would it help you to hear a little bit of Bang's music to oh, sort of zero uh, in on what? Absolutely. That would, what I, he's I, trying we just to need create. to know what we're, we need to know this ba- where the baseline is. I put together a little something, a little compilation of what we've done so far. Okay. It's a bit of a trip if you can stomach it. Gray. Pasty gray. Pasty. Fingernails. All gray. There you go. My fingerprints are oily. My hands are veiny. I got little hairs on my knuckles. Yeah. Okay. Bazinga. 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 My voice hurts from no piss. Or is it from too much piss? (laughs) (laughs) Keep that paste picante sauce away from me. Don't you see? I'm the real thing. Legit salsa. Feel the mad. Backyard cutting the shipping labels off my mail. <laughs> Gray man, ah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think some of your balls came out on that too. <laughs> Bearing my feces in the backyard with the trowel. Stake me, look at my feet. They're all gray, stinky. I got stinky feet. <laughs> Suck on the teeth of my food in my backyard. So that's so, a little. Tom, right away, I, I could feel that you wanted it to be longer. <laughs> I, I feel like there could be a little more variation in there. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I feel like it gets a little samey in spots. Mm-hmm. I agree. I it contradicts itself in some spots. Yeah, I uh, I'm confused by what you're going for, Bang. I am as well. I that was put together without my input. But, oh, oh, I get it. So it's just like it just kind of you're just like a vessel for it. Like it's the hand of God comes down, and you're just you're a spectator to your own greatness. Is that he's what you're sa- saying? He's, he's saying it's my fault. I think pretty sure that's what he's saying. And that's not your own voice. That's not your voice doing those. It's my voice. No, Brett, I'm not. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not blaming anyone. Um, I don't think God is speaking to me and, and telling me to sing these songs that they were crafted in this class. And and I, I didn't know they were going to be put together like that by Brett. And I'm not shit talking to you at all, man. It's you sit back down. I swear to God, man. I'm Brent. I'm so worried about that laptop. So, Tom, you've heard a little bit of what we've got going on. So how how would you suggest that Bang prep the audience for an experience like you just had? Um, I think you're going to need to really let them know they're going to go on a trip. And that they mm-hmm. need to trust you. You are you are their their beacon, the light. You have the light, and you're going to guide them forward. And that they can trust you. And I feel like you need to make a a, a connection with them, and maybe tell a story the way the boss would tell a story on stage, mm. like from okay. like you know the boss would always be like, I wrote this song when I was. You know, shoveling snow, or I wrote this song when I was driving my car. Okay, great. Yeah, because I, I, we were talking when we were brainstorming what we were going to write about. 
Shank asked me what kind of songs I like. I brought up breakup songs and I'd just gone through a breakup. And I feel like that could maybe walk us into the gray man stuff, which I was saying again, maybe works as a metaphor for now that this guy's out of a relationship, he's feeling like the gray man and no one can see him. Mm-hmm. And he's upset about that. I would say, why don't you start with something along these lines? If you're like, when I wrote this song, I was uh, kind of getting down with a special someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. to truth be told, I wanted my buddy Shank to walk in on it. So I didn't put a sock on the door. He thought I said, come on in. And which I kind of want him to Which come maybe in. I secretly did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just like, lean into that. Just uh, make a connection for the, for, to the audience. Why don't you give that a shot? Just Boy, like, that's vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not what happened, but I, for the sake of the exercise. Um, oh, I was there. I mean. Yeah, you definitely were there. That yeah. that's the problem. I walked in. What'd you see? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. He saw me having sex, Brett. This helps me. It helps the whole thing, I think. You can put your shirt back on, dude. <laughs> you know Is this how you talk to the audience? Is this how you're gonna talk to them? I think like you're you don't want the audience to put their shirts oh. on. Just because you're on a roof. And you feel like you're above the audience. I think what Tom is trying to get you to do is say, yeah, I'm a rock star, but I'm a human being too. I have flaws. I have kinks. I desire to be walked in on making love to my girlfriend. Yeah. By Sean and his sugar glider. No sock. Like I say, so just like I tricked my friend into walking in on me. Mm-hmm. Like just lean into how you tricked Sean into walking in on you. Yeah. Just the way that the gray man might trick someone into, you know, looking at, something else like you know don't don't pay attention to what's going on over here you know there's a misdirection element there the gray man would never put a sock on his door that's true he wouldn't want anyone to know he had socks yeah well there's such an inverse relationship between comfort and security gray man obviously you know favors the latter security whereas bang has maybe gotten a little too comfortable Okay, why don't I, uh, if I'm I'm talking to the, I'm setting up a song and it's about mm-hmm. the gray man, I can say, hey, listen, I am a gray man. I don't want people knowing I have socks, so I don't put one on the door. And my good buddy walked in on me getting down with a special somebody. And you weren't making eye contact and I could tell you weren't picturing the audience. So let's talk about the stage picture. How are you arranging your audience? Where are you putting your big boys? Again, it's You got the beefcakes up front? The beefcakes? Like... Yeah, where are the big boys at? You going to put the beefcakes up front? I guess we could. I I just figured we'd let people in. You might want to, Bang. I'm not here to tell you how to run your show, but you might want to put some of the big boys up front, get the beefcakes up there. Absolutely. That's how the boss... Give the girls in the the audience something to get excited about. That's how the boss does it. Mm Mm-hmm. You check out any show that. with you check out any show with the boss. It is a row of just beefcake up front. Hunks. It's a straight up wall of hunks. Beef I didn't cakes? realize that. I've actually never seen the boss live. I didn't know he puts it just I'm glad to see you're taking this seriously. Dude, it's like Chris Martin on steroids. Honestly, the boss is like Friggin' 10 chain smokers. And he's, and part of the reason is he's got these beefcakes in the front row. Boy, you can't take your eyes off them. And there's usually one real ripped little kid. And what he'll do is grab that kid, pull him on stage to sing one of his songs with one of his dirtiest songs, you know? And then the kid will look out at their mom and go, Is it okay if I cuss? And then he and the boss. We'll just rip into these songs that have all these disgusting curse words, you know, and it's like this, this really is great for the ladies experience. to keep this like ripped little kid in the front row. Mm-hmm. Well, because it makes them imagine, right? Oh, God, what if I had a ripped little kid and you get their sort of, you know, biological maternal hormones moving, which is all connected to getting down, which is something you've already talked about on stage. OK, so beefcakes up front. Great. Got it. That's not bad. This is coming together. Yeah. 
Can I talk a little bit about, so you've obviously lost your audience here in terms of like Tom has checked out, you know, this guy is always, he's always been engaged. I, I, I've always known him to be sort of locked in conversationally and, and he looks miserable. Yeah. And it's really ever since you started talking. So we talk a little bit about kind of winning back the audience. Let's say, let's say there weren't enough beefcakes. You couldn't put them up front. Yeah. So, you know, I got these girls up against the stage, you know, which I guess you wanted, but what you're realizing is, oh, now they have to go to the bathroom and they're trying to get through the beefcakes. You need those beefcakes to form a wall because if anybody goes to the bathroom during your show, you lost. That song's out of the set list, never playing it again. So, you know, at my shows, am I speaking events? People leave there soaked. They just piss themselves? I don't have to be so crass about it, but yeah, there's, yes. Yes. I think what would help would be, he's, look, he's clearly going to run the risk of losing the audience. Yes. You need to create a special moment. Yes. That is for each and every show that the audience feels like they saw something they're never going to see at any of your at any of your other shows. Yes, a stunt, something something to yeah. make them feel like they're seeing anything organic that they can mm-hmm. relate to. And it's like, you know, think of it <laughs> It doesn't have to be real, but it has to be authentic. Does that make sense? Is this like a physical pose? You know, is there a physical stunt you can do where you a dog person? Yeah, I love, I I have a dog. I I love dogs. Okay. Maybe you beat the shit out of a stuffed cat on stage. (laughs) Get a a big ass stuffed cat. You just kick its ass up and down Main Street, right? Like that. Okay, it's not a live cat. Yeah, I mean, oh god, I would hope not. Yeah, I don't. I, Certainly I not when you're done with it. Um, and I just lean in hard. I guess I'm I'm setting up that I'm such a dog person that it's like fuck cats. There's a lot of dog people out there. Now you do run the risk of there being some cat people in the audience. What you could do, take the same stuffed cat afterwards, put your arm around it, feed it a whole fish. Yeah. Or what, what here? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, uh, yes. And yeah, on this shank, he beats the shit out of this stuffed cat on stage, right? <laughs> Stuffing everywhere. And then bang turns around. It's a guy and a guy. One of the beefcakes goes off, puts on a cat costume <laughs> is behind him. And then he taps him on the shoulder, like dink, dink. <laughs> Bang turns around and this guy thumps the shit out of him on stage for five straight minutes. Just brutal. Like a, you're just a pile karma. of goo. Yeah. Oh, bang. I love that. Imagine this as part of the show. Now yeah. the songs have kind of taken a back seat, which mm-hmm. we can agree those aren't exactly there yet. I mean, you know, the one song that Brett played for us was so damn short. <laughs> I get what you guys are going after. And I actually think it's a great idea to leave them feeling like they saw something unique and it's a different ding, show. Ding, okay. Ding. Yeah. They'll tap on the shoulder, turn around, big beefcake in a cat costume. Just Excuse wails me. on you. Don't you think the beauty of the stuffed cat is, is no one gets hurt? And I guess we could do sort of a stage combat thing with this uh, beefcake, and and he could, you know, kind of I pull his punches a little bit, and I could. No, no, I this don't is, know. This, is, I, this beefcake, yeah. I, his gray man training is going to kick in, and you want to be authentic. He's going to be unable to pull his punches. Yeah, Brett's it, right. This has got to be authentic. You can't. You can't half-ass this, bang. You got to get up there and no. go for it. has to be authentic. Okay, so I let this guy beat the shit out of me and pummel, pummel me for five minutes until I'm a puddle. At least, at least. Okay. Mm. However then, long, five minutes or you being a pile of goo, whichever one comes first. Okay, both seem like a, a excessive amount of time. The And then we just go into a set. First song. 
First yeah. song. Okay, Boom. this is before the show. <laughs> well, song I, th- I thought one. so far just the curb, curb theme happened. It's the curb We started to tell a story. We, yeah. We've pulled we out the drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> curb theme. Drugs. You do the drugs, the meatball sub. <laughs> Then I tell a story about how I lured. I set up my friend to watch me fuck. Mm-hmm. You might tune. Then I take out. Okay, you might tune after that. Then we take out a stuffed cat. I beat the shit out of it. Then a beefcake who was in the front row that I picked out to to, to put on this cat costume. Okay. Boom, he pounds you. Now, song one, we're right into song. it. <laughs> yeah. You want to and start at the gate. Bang. Yeah, then you, you rip hard. And I wouldn't be opposed to you opening with a cover song, quite frankly, based on some of what I've heard. I agree with you. I don't think this is a bad idea. Maybe we should have started just with covers flat out instead of you giving me the homework assignment to write a hit song. And like, what's, a cover, a what's a cover list. song you want to do? Yeah. What would, what would be a perfect cover song for you? Hmm. Uh, how about um uh, ninety six tears? You ever hear uh, that song? Yes. Question mark in the Mysterians. Question mark in the it would kind of work with like after I got the ship beat out of me, right? I think you should do head like a hole by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna say either head like a hole or. <clears throat> The music on Curb when Larry is getting like when he's like analyzing a moment. And yeah, what is that? Like, like a, a standoff? standoff. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Tom, I feel like you're leaning very heavy into Curb stuff for this show. I mean, so this is you song do number Seinfeld? two. I could see, I could see you doing Seinfeld as sort of a nod to your Curb entrance. Yeah. Like that, like that could be pretty cool. Is this it? it? Well, that's the outside of Jeff's house. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes Susie. Just, does this not feel a little curb heavy? Here we go. Oh, yeah. We're going to rock. Rock. Well, actually, that was the intro. Now we are rocking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the rock. You could maybe do head like a hole to this. Wow. Yeah, give us a little head like a hole. Mm-hmm. Head like a hole. I, I actually don't know the lyrics. Something your soul. Mm-hmm. I'd rather die than give you control. Okay. Yeah, Black is your soul I'd rather die than give you control Hang on, I got you covered Hang on, I'm coming back up Ready? Bow down before the one you serve You're going to get what you deserve Nice, nice that's how it's done. It might have sounded like it was a little bit off the beat, but actually my neighbor Zoom has been acting kind of wild. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we've gotten through song one. We've got this great Curb Your Enthusiasm cover of Head Like a Hole, which, uh, again, is something that people can leave and say, I've never <laughs> seen this before. That's true. The then you need... The Lenny Kravitz moment. Mm-hmm. It's time. This will remind you a little bit of the time you tricked me into walking in on you and your gal. Yeah. <laughs> You're, You're tricking jolly. the entire audience now. Okay. Accidentally. Right. Did you wear the right pants? The. I don't see the connection between like, I mean, why? Because I'm just like showing off my dick a little bit. You guys are, you guys are saying like, I got to just. <laughs> It's time for an oops kind of moment. Mm-hmm. I just need to like wardrobe have a malfunction. wardrobe malfunction and just like have my dick flop out. Again, the kind of moment that people will say, wow, this is authentic. You know, I'm really seeing this for the first time. Okay. And in that, it, it, in that spirit, 
I don't think you're going to want to paint or alter your dick in any way. To tip I didn't your, imply to that I was going hand, to. That you were planning on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I could already lot. see the wheels turning that this guy was going to make it look like a microphone and then he was going to, you know, like all this stuff he's going to try to do. Just let it seem authentic. Okay. I was still processing actually going through and like having my pants break down and my dick, my pants split open, my dick flop out. I, I wasn't planning on like painting it like a microphone and like having somebody sing into it or something. Well, now that, that I told you, a- you can't. Yeah. But, I, but, Bank, <laughs> am I wrong? Are you feeling a little nervous? Uh, yeah. It all, just Perfect. walking through the whole set. Use be. that. Use that. Use yeah. your nerves. Is that a new outfit? This t-shirt, yeah, it is pretty new. I, I bought it. Recently. We all get nervous, especially when we're in a new outfit. Oh my God, what does Tom think of my outfit? I think you can use that. I think that's really powerful, especially if the new pants that you have rip in a way that winds up exposing your whole wingus and take it out of your pants and is shaking around. And is almost going to hit one of the beefcakes and look out and security tackles you and you go to jail. <laughs> Oh, my own right? security. That's what the doors did. Okay. Yeah. Now you're like the Lizard King. Right? Okay. And then I guess that would be the end of the show if I'm in jail. Not if you're Johnny Cash, right? Didn't he play shows in jail? <laughs> okay. And now so- we're into another Nine Inch Nails song. Let's do some Hurt. So we play Curb. We start singing Hurt, right? We have another Curb track. Yeah. We just went, we just got through booking. So the audience is, is is still at the other venue or they're leaving and I'm just, the show continues with the new audience. The show must go on. Andy Kaufman style. There's been a bus waiting for them to take them to the prison. And we do another cover. This one? Oh, this, this is, is what they were looking real, for before. These yeah. are real yeah. showdowns. Yeah. This is like a Susie. This is like a Larry versus Susie moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And just lay and then, some hurt on us. I hurt myself today. Just Can you t- do it as Larry David? Would that be possible? Wow. Whoa. That's interesting. I I feel like we're drifting into Sebastian the Crab territory. I mean, I could mm. try, but I don't think I'll be do a good job. But a lot of music has been about characters, Ziggy Stardust and and all the rest. Mm. Try okay. that. Okay. Larry David is your character. I hurt myself today to see if I feel. It's like sing about Susie and how mad she gets you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Susie drives me crazy. Uh, this is feeling offensive, actually. I think you're yeah. in Yeah, this right. is making me uncomfortable. I that was a real challenge because I don't really know that song from Curb that well because it's very rarely in the show to begin with. I don't know um, Curb all that great either. I don't think I know most of the lyrics of Hurt other than maybe the first couple. Well, hey, if you're just tuning in, you know, uh, welcome to my. Muster class. I, I I am Sean Clemens. I'm here with Bang Rajman. He doesn't know Curb very well. He doesn't know that song. Tom Sharpling's trying to help him learn how to talk, and it's slow going thus far. Uh, but we, you know, we have high hopes. We've got some stuff established. I'm at least excited to see the beefcake in the cat costume. <laughs> really whomp this guy. Just pound his ass. I mean, that's going to be something you go home with. Worth the price of admission for sure. The rooftop concert to me is looking up even if we don't write a lick of music. Even we can't get a song longer than the one we played earlier this episode. Um, Tom, you know, we, we are getting close to the end of the lesson. Is there anything you think is so valuable, just little tips or tricks that we could give to Bang or anything you want to run him through that, uh, might be able to bail this guy out. I I just feel like he is so 
willfully arrogant and obnoxious and wow. is not he, he there's clearly such a ingrained superiority to this to the audience and it's that's a gap that's going to be that's going to need to get bridged so i feel like the the cat beating the shit out of you is it takes a step toward it, but there's there needs to be a sense of <laughs> yeah, that's humility. humility. Yeah, that that's a very humbling experience. I think that that brings you in with the audience. But I think he's got to go hurt. one step further. Maybe like just maybe like he's like just like you crap yourself. Oh, he cries on stage. Craps and cries. Yeah, like I ate. I didn't have time to eat right, and I just ate some stuff I got from the deli down the street. I don't feel so good. Uh, you know, I feel uh, bad with the stage crew having to deal with it. I think that's the right idea, but we've already got his dick popping out of his pants. Maybe it just doesn't look very good. Okay, so now yeah. you think I should alter my dick and just make it look sickly and in the some arrogance way. again. <laughs> yeah, you to think that? that it would yeah. need to be oh altered to, be to altered. not be so impressive that so it would just I didn't blow the that. audience. Oh God, <laughs> I, it's I, it's a very normal looking dick. You're right, Tom. That's I've never put my finger on it before. It's that cockiness. Yeah. And that is what's so infuriating about dealing with Bang is he's Mr. I'm awesome and everyone thinks I'm so great. And my dick rocks. And my yeah. dick looks so good from stage when it comes out of my pants. And it's these that, rich kids, these rich kids are all the same with this and you spot them from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You got to connect to the slobs in the audience. The pants rip. Your dick falls out. Stage goes black, just a spotlight right on your crotch. How about that? Okay. Um, whatever I, the worst section of is, uh, what the worst piece, that should be exposed. Even if you got a great dick, everybody knows there's got there's one problem area. We've okay, all got sure. a trouble spot. Sure. We could zoom in on the problem area of my dick. Mm-hmm. It still seems very extreme. Now I I see that. I see a guy beats up a stuffed cat, cat costume beef stuff, beats his ass. Then the problem area of his dick is in spotlight on stage. I'm ready to listen to some tunes. Yes. Now you've got them in the palm of Play your hand. Music. And then what do you do next? Well, I'm I mean I I, I suppose a womp bum, a loop bump, a womp bum bum, tutti fruity. Oh, you're going to tutti fruity. Yeah, you go okay. straight into Tutti Fruity. <laughs> okay, you're saying that like it's a known thing. I would have never guessed that you go straight into Tutti Fruity. You guys are all acting like that is just the normal progression of your dick comes out, you go straight into Tutti Fruity. Brett, what I, would you do? What would I do? I would do... I can't think of anything better than Tutti Fruity. Yeah, it would be Tutti Fruity. I'm not arguing. I'm not, you would do Tutti Fruity. That makes so much sense. I'm not arguing. I think Tutti Fruity is I would is do Tutti Fruity. Choice. I'm Sean Clemens, and this is Tutti Fruity, I would say. A womp, bop, a loo, bop, a lop, bam, boom. And then we're off to the races. That's so exciting to me. Now, Tom, you said something interesting when you were co kind of coaching Bang through his entrance and teaching him how to sing along to the Curb theme, you were saying it's time to rock, huh? Yeah, let's rock. I don't think we've covered rock yet. Sure, we've wrapped our asses off. Absolutely, we've done a little country, but we haven't rocked out. And Tom, you've given me a good idea for what our next episode should be. What's this that? kid's gotta learn to fucking rock and roll, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Then what's next? Now let that sit with you, Bang, and that little riff Brett played, let that inspire you. Your homework this week is to write a hit song. Okay. Again, that uh, is aiming high. I don't know how to do that. I know you guys think I'm some cocky, arrogant asshole. I, I'm not good at any of this stuff. Okay. This is this is bumming me out now. Okay, yeah. I, I don't mean to bum you out. No, I'm having fun. I in your almost class, miss. Man. I almost miss the fucking the dude, cocky asshole with the shit eating grin. Huh? Yeah, the guy who goes up to Prince and put kind of pushes him in the chest and goes, "Good show." Mushes his face. Good show, Prince. <laughs> right. That's a, that's yeah. that Axel Rose we need, huh? 
Okay. Hey, I'll bring it to the, I'll bring it to class next week. All right, man. Tom, anything you want to plug? This will probably come out in a handful of months. Nah, I'm all right. Yeah, well, nobody would listen. Okay, and again, if you're just tuning in, or even if you've been listening but you forgot where you were or who you are, I always do like to check in with the audience and say, hey, I'm Sean Clements. Uh, This is my Masher Giraffe, and if it's... Uh, your first time checking out the show, be sure to go and listen to our other hamster class. We have, uh, me, Shank Lemons, Bing Rajman, unfortunately, is here, and, uh, of course, the Big Brett Man is always bringing the thunder. So, uh, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you want to check it out again, uh, also come back, uh, next week. Bye. Hollywood Masterclass is a production of The Flagrant Ones in conjunction with Stitcher Premium. The show is produced and scored by Brett Morris. Brett Morris.